0: Hi, everyone. This is Donovan LaCroxie. Welcome to an- another episode of Let's Talk Hip Hop R&B. Let's talk what's going on in the community. And today, on the phone with me, debuting on this podcast, I have rapper Ten. He's a rapper, but he as well, he's going to talk about... He was at the marches of what's going on right now because a lot of what we're seeing right now is Black Lives Matter... And he was at the marches. So I've got rapper Just Ten, and we're going to talk about the marches, and we're going to get his opinion, perspective, etc. cetera. So do you want to introduce yourself, Just Ten?
1: Oh uh, Yeah, what's up? My name is, uh, like you said, Just Ten. I'm recording artist, uh, entrepreneur in Maryland. Um, yeah, a lot going on right now.
0: Yeah, there's a lot going on. And, of course, you're a rapper. And how important do you think, as a rapper, of rappers being involved in Black Lives Matter. How important do you think that is right now in the times? What's going on?
1: Well, I think it's important because, um, you know, hip-hop and rap in general was uh, created by black people uh, basically to give us a voice that we never had before. So I think if you make any kind of music, uh, but rap in general, I think it's important to for... Uh, the current social issues because, I mean, that's, that's what the music is rooted in. So I find that as my obligation to use my platform to speak out on issues like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you were at the marches. The You were at the marches because the, after the killing of George Floyd, there were marches <clears throat> going on all over the states, and you were at the marches in Washington. How was that? Oh,
1: yeah, I was in the... I, I put together a, a march in um,
0: in my county, in Prince Edward County, in Maryland. Yeah, in Maryland. Sorry.
1: <laughs> yeah, we marched up to the um, courthouse. It was good, though. It was um, like a lot of people were able to get their voices heard to uh, people in power, and uh, that's important. Is making making sure people feel like somebody heard them because um, you know when you're angry. You don't want to keep that stuff to yourself. Yeah. So. I think it was—it was productive. It was a learning experience for me too. Like I did mostly listening. Like I just—I just like listening to people's perspectives on things. So mm-hmm. that's what I took in from it, and trying to take their perspective, and you know, trying to find out the next steps, and you know, trying to
0: give people what they want. Now, I know on your social media you were talking about it, and it seems like you had said, "I don't know, want to misquote you, but it seems like you were saying, "Why is it that people are caring now? like they were calling out this now, but before they weren't fighting for social issues. Do you want to explain that
1: oh yeah, when um yeah, um mainly uh celebrities and athletes and stuff like that, uh especially as long as it's in the ones that's in n f l You know, we had Conor Kaepernick stand-up, well, take a knee almost four years ago now, and he hasn't played football in three years. And a lot of guys that I pinpointed when I was making that point was were people that I vividly remember, like, saying, I'm not with that. Like, we can't do that. I got family to feed. Like, I don't understand why he's doing that. But then you fast forward to now, they're all trying to be leaders and trying to speak out. And, you know, I mean, Anytime you do it, it's better late than never. But my whole thing is like I just feel like people now are using this as a trend, mainly because there's nothing going on, so they want to feel a part of something instead of actually fighting for the actual, uh, the actual issue at hand. So that's that's how I looked at it. Like I mean, I do feel like people are doing it for wrong reasons. So that's why I said
0: what I said. Yeah, yeah. And for example, I guess to listeners, what he's saying is they didn't really care up till now, and then all of a sudden it's like everybody is saying Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matter. But before, do you think they were really caring or not really? Because we're not saying that they didn't care, but we're just saying is why is it when George Floyd, I think a lot of people started caring about these issues?
1: Yeah, I mean not bad that they care, of course, or bad that even, that they're even faking, like, like if they are faking that they care, it's not bad. Either way, it's, you know, bringing awareness to it, but uh, I think I think people now are just, some people are actually like, oh, dang, this is, they actually had the time to see that this is actually going on because our everyday lives have been um, our everyday lives have been taken away because of the virus, so we have more time to see what's actually going on and when you're at home and you see a black man getting killed almost like being killed for basically nine minutes you know that i guess that's triggering for a lot of people um people that care and people that don't care and see that they're like oh this is happening so it's kind of a mixture of that and that's why it's like oh so so uh that's why it's on a large scale now because everybody is at home or you know what i'm saying they're not going to their jobs they're not doing the normal stuff. They're doing the weekends. so it's just
0: all the focus is on that. But that's why. Were you scared though when you went to these marches? Were you scared though because there are lynching is coming back, and for people that don't know what lynching is, black men being hung off trees, black men just being hanged by ropes, that is coming back. So were you scared about? And even in protesters that didn't do nothing, losing eyes or being shot. Weren't you scared that I could lose my life?
1: Uh no, not at all. That didn't that, that didn't cross my mind at all. Um, yeah, I, uh, I didn't really think about that. I just thought about the uh, you know the people and, and, and what I wanted to do.
0: About that at all? I I mean, I would. Okay, I wasn't at none of the marches. I was social distancing, listeners, because I right now with the coronavirus, we don't know what it's what's going on. It seems like it's gotten better. It's just everybody forgot we were fighting off a pandemic here. But aren't you concerned though that some people might just say, "Well, this is you know, uh." What am I trying to say? Maybe this is, you know, turning in the wrong direction where you guys might not get your message set across. So, you know, with the demonstrations, are you worried maybe that your message still might not get across?
1: Um, I mean, that's something I was just talking about. Like, I think, um, I don't think the message, I mean, I I hope it does, but I think it's being, um, it's like the wrong people are trying to send the message and I don't think it's being sent the right way anymore. I don't, I don't even think people have a plan or they're not moving with purpose. So it's just kind of, it's kind of hard to get the actual message across because the wrong people are, you know, in charge of these marches, or the wrong people are leaving these marches. They're in it for the wrong reasons, they're in it for themselves. So it's just, it's just hard to pinpoint, um,
0: you know, the outcome. Yeah. The outcome. And are you worried about the message being being lost in a sense because okay, you have this, oh, yeah. this month is Pride Month and the LGBTQ message might be, well, what about LGBTQ lives? Don't they matter? And then they're gonna try to make it look like there's a conflict with the LGBTQ Black Lives Matter and Black Lives Matter. What do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I think that's, I mean, if we're being honest, I think that's a divisive uh, tactic that was put in place for, um, you know, because I'm the type of person, I think Black Lives Matter. And if you're a black, you know, LG, if you're a black trans or a black gay or a black lesbian, you know what I mean? If you're black, you know, you fall into that category of Black Lives Matter. So I think when you start to separate, oh, well, what about black gays? You know, I think that's just a divisive tactic to you know keep us uh, fighting each other. You know, instead of keeping us uh, unified. Like even now, black women are saying uh, black men don't care about us as much as we care about them. Like that's not the point we're trying to make right now. You know, um, so I just think all these things happening is just uh, it's all just going to lead to one big you know bigger issue than we have now. So yeah, not really sure uh, but I, I do know the message is, is going to get. Um, it's not going to be the right message getting across. I already already see it now. So
0: yeah, yeah. I just worry that sometimes the message still. I don't want it to reach a stage where it's like Black Lives Matter. They think, what are you guys actually fighting for? Because we know black men are being dead almost every day now. You're hearing a black man. Even what were your thoughts about the one in Atlanta, the case in Atlanta? What were your thoughts running through your mind when you had heard about that?
1: Uh, I mean, honestly, I haven't really. I mean, I've heard about it, but I've I've tried to. I've tried to stay away from it now um, as far as, like, uh, not researching, but as far as, you know, just seeing it all the time um, because this is something that goes on um, when the cameras are off. So, you know, it's kind of like, yeah, it has national attention, but, I mean, this is going on right now as we speak with the cameras off. So I've been more, more so focused on, you know, my community now and just how can I forget that where I live at and that cannot be justice for people by than that, you know? So, uh, but as far as far as Atlanta thing, I mean, I, it's just like the other cases. I mean, murder isn't the answer to anything, so that's how I
0: feel. Mm-hmm. mm What do you say to people that say, if they tell you, but don't all lives matter, you're fighting for your community, but don't all lives matter, what would you say to that?
1: Uh, yeah, I just tell them what I told, um, everybody. I mean Black Lives Matter isn't saying that all lives don't matter. It's a reminder that black lives do matter because we know that all lives matter. We're trying to remind people that black lives do matter, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I'm not even a part of Black Lives Matter. I mean, like I support it, but that's not I'm not a part of that organization.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I, I support uh, 100%. But um when people see that and they, they say it's like a racist thing, it's not. It's 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 a reminder that being black we have every right to be alive and we have every right to get justice and to stop killing us, basically, because um, other races are really affected, uh, especially white people. So <laughs> that's, just, that's what Black Lives Matter matters is. It's, um, it's just a reminder. It's actually a cry out for help. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm
0: going to understand that. Yeah, it's actually a cry out. What would you tell your community right now listening? What would you tell them?
1: Um, I mean, what well, I've basically been saying, like, it's just, you know, it's a fight that we all got to come together and, um, and you know, we all got to come together even if we got different perspectives on, you know, how we should go about it. Uh, we can't let that, you know, separate us. We got to bring all those different perspectives together and, uh, find, meet the common goal, um, which is change, and which is, you know, defunding the police, reform, a lot of things because, um, it's just like, the way I try to break it down to people, it's just like a basketball team or a football team. Everybody on that team has a different skill set, and, uh, you know, they all bring something different to the table, but the best teams win the championship, so we got to figure out how to win the championship in this position. You know, everybody can't be a quarterback. Everybody can't be the running back. Everybody can't be the, you know, the safety. They got Everybody has to play their part, and a lot of people don't know how to play their part, and that's, that's what the focus is right now, getting people to play their part, you know, so. That's what i tell them,
0: Just, you know, mm-hmm. play your part. Play your part. So let me ask you, defunding the police, let's say if Maryland passed that, would you be in support of defunding police officers?
1: Um, I'm definitely in support of putting those funds in the schools and giving teachers higher wages and, uh, you know, helping the homeless out more and, you know, all these things. Organizations, nonprofit organizations that's doing great things. You know, of course, because it's a lot of it's a lot of good people out here that are sacrificing their uh, their life for um, a greater good. So I feel like they deserve, you know, a lot of especially teachers. Teachers deserve a lot of compensation for not just dealing with students, but you know, educating students and especially uh, African American minority teachers. They deal they deal with a lot. So. I just feel like that money should be going elsewhere. Um, I'm not saying police shouldn't get paid. Cause, I mean, they, they put their life on the line, too, but they don't need all that money. You know what I mean? Like, schools need a lot of money. Um, a lot of, I mean, so there's too many homeless people in, in, just in my my area, They're right outside of my area, in D.C., that don't have money, that don't have these uh, resources. So if we can put money into to those other resources, I think I'm all for it.
0: But wouldn't you be concerned that defunding them would mean they get to determine if it's an emergency or not? And let's say it is an emergency and you need a cop, then they won't come. What would you say to that?
1: Well, uh, that's—I mean, that's on the—that's on the cop, you know. Like if they don't want to come out, and that just goes to prove our point as uh, as to what we're fighting for. Um, you know, we feel like we don't get enough cop—I mean, enough help anyway. So, that's, that's just, that's something for them, you
0: know? I would just be concerned, okay, for me, I would just be concerned that if it's an emergency, it gives cops more of the power to say, well, I'm not coming because I don't think it's serious enough unless you're dead. What do you think to, what do you think about that?
1: I mean, I understand, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, but uh, that's kind of a, See, that's kind of how we treat it now, you know. Um, if it's not really an emergency, they don't feel, they don't feel the rush to get over there. Uh, I've seen it at my old job. Like, we have thieves come in all the time, and, you know, they'll come, the cops will come an hour later because it's not a big of a deal. But, you know, any of us could have got shot, you know, killed, you know. It's, they don't take it seriously. And, you know, that's why, that's why I just feel like the money should go to... Individuals that take education seriously and, and providing better lives for children and the youth, you know. So, now you know, I is, just feel like that's 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 more so putting, getting the right individuals in place uh, to be police officers, or you know, getting the right leaders in place. So, yeah. That's another problem in itself. Yeah,
0: I hear what you're saying. What would you say to Mr. Trump if you had the opportunity to say anything to Trump? what would you tell him right now? Um,
1: man, to be honest, I probably wouldn't even want to, I wouldn't even want to say a word to him. i just pray for him, but if I had the opportunity, i just, you know, tell him to step down before it's too late because it's only going to get worse before it gets, uh, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And it's never going to be get better for him. He's already ruined a lot of things, um, He's going himself, he's willing a lot of he he's lost support from his own supporters, so yeah I mean I really would, wouldn't tell him anything. I just from a distance, just keep praying praying for him, you know.
0: What would you say to your own community right now that are not in support of Black Lives Matter? And I'm gonna I'm gonna expand on this a little bit more because there may be some people that are Black conservatives that are for Trump's agenda and think no Black people have the issue. It's not the police. What would you say to those people?
1: Um, I just tell them to you know step in the real world there. They're in some type of bubble, they're brainwashed or something because, um, you know, they're probably, uh, they're just lost. So I just tell them to wake up, um, step outside and go to a different city, see how it is for those those African-Americans. Because where I live at, honestly, I don't really have that many issues with, um, you know, law enforcement in general. I live in a quiet area. I live in a secluded, basically neighborhood. I don't really have that many issues. I'm in a small town. But when I step outside, when I go visit friends, or when I go to a studio, or, you know, I'm scared shitless. Not because of not because of um, where I'm going, but more so the cops in the area. Like, you know, I'm watching my back. I don't want a cop behind me. Um, you know, stuff like that. So it's just a different world, and they have to be open to going into that world and actually feeling, feeling where people are coming from, like even – like I told you, like when I went to the pro- when I went to the protest, um, I was hearing stories of people in PG. I'm like, dang! Like I live in PG, and I ain't really, I ain't really dealt with cops like that. Like the first time I got pulled over, uh, I was in college. I was at Frostburg. That's a whole other story. But like, I never really dealt with cops here. And but to hear people in my area dealing with cops, you, like if people are saying, black, if black, black people are saying we're the problem, then. They just haven't lived enough or they haven't cared enough to, you know, care about other people and what's going on in their community. So I just tell them to just step outside of where they are and go, go find some places, go live, go live over there for a little bit or just visit.
0: <laughs> so basically, it's telling you step out of your narrow-mindedness and open up open up because i know there are some uh-huh. conservative black people out there that you don't agree with your own people and that you think they are the problem but no just 10 is telling you live a little bit see what's going on see what's going on study your history right uh-huh. study your history and study what's going on and I mean, this is nothing new. Just, why do people act like this is such a new movement? Like, why are people acting like this is new? Racism.
1: Um, it's kind of like I said. I mean, it's nothing going on right now. You ain't got no sports. Uh, Some people are unemployed. Um, Stores are closed. Malls are closed. They open it back up. But like everyday life isn't there. So it's kind of just like, oh, man, this is going on. It's like some people are actually surprised. Um, And they just haven't had the time to pay attention to it. But, like, for me, I've been been paying attention to it since, uh, what year was that? I guess I was, like, 16. Um, I think that's, like, the first major case of my lifetime with with a black man getting killed and not getting justice for it. I think that's the first major one. Well, we'll we'll actually open my eyes to it, I should say, because I'm not sure that's the first major one. But Trayvon Martin, I think I was a sophomore in high school, Ever since then, I've been connected and, you know, thinking about it and talking about it in my music and stuff like that. And then, you know, some people just never really paid attention to it. Some people are now but that's, that's just the case. Like, you catch on when you catch on. It's kind of like artists. Like, for me, only only a certain few people can say they were with me or listen to my music four years ago. You know, as opposed to who just started listening to me last year with self-care. It just, you catch on when you catch on. So... That's just what it is. That's just how it is. It's surprising there that people don't think that's, that it's been going on, but, you know, some people just got to go through it to understand it.
0: Yeah. It's not a new movement. Listeners, this has been going on for probably, before, well, not even probably. It's been going on way before me and Justice's time, me and Justice's parents. It's been going on for years and years and years and years. I don't know if we can ever stop racism, but. I know we can make people aware, but do you think we'll stop it?
1: Um, I mean, I think racism is a part of God's plan, but, um, I know it sounds like, not bad, but I know it just sounds like, well, dang, there's no hope, but, I mean, racism is in the Bible, it's, it's, uh, I mean, Jesus went through it, kind of, you know, so it's just like, it's something that, and that's what I learned yesterday, and, at church i went to church service yesterday i learned that um you know god does certain things so that you never forget about them and what i'm trying to the point the, the dots i'm trying to connect is that um if we have nothing to fight if we have no issues and we just live in life then we'll forget about god We we'll forget forget you know what he's here for so i feel like as black people um of course, I have hope that racism ends one day. But I feel like as black people, we need to embrace uh, embrace it as well, because it's uh, it's giving us strength, more strength than we ever knew. Um, and it's it's, it's it's a lot of strength from being hated. You know, like like people say, if you ain't got no haters, then you ain't you ain't popping. So I feel like as black people, to have a lot of haters is it's amazing. they are doing something great. Um, it doesn't mean don't keep fighting. Um, that just means you know you're at the top, and um, yeah, I, don't, I, mean, I I hope racism ends, but I just I just know that this is a part of God's plan as well. So you know, it's just tricky situation.
0: It's tricky. It's tricky. You have music now. Do you have singles? You. As people know, Just Ten is a rapper. Too. Do you have singles right now relating to the times what we're going through right now?
1: Uh, like that's out right now, or
0: out right now or in the past? Let's say they wanna, because oh, you yeah, are a yeah. rapper, and let's say they wanna listen to something that can encourage them right now in a times that we're in.
1: Yeah, um, it's an album called A uh, Black, actually. It's- black. It's, uh, it's on all platforms, so that I mean, we started right now in twenty seventeen, so that tells you like we're still living in it three years later. So um, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's the project I would recommend. Yeah, and I'm currently working on music now related to what's going on. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just always working. So
0: yeah, and then you have a single. Uh, what do you call? It? N I G G A, no, right?
1: Oh yeah, that, yeah, that has nothing to do with what's going on on
0: that. Oh, that, okay. <laughs> I'm so, <sorry>. I'm so. <laughs> I thought it did. I thought it did. You know? Oh no, no, I didn't. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought it. I thought it did.
1: sorry. <laughs> right, i that's all
0: right. All right, all right, all right. Now, self care, of course. You forgot to talk about self care. How can we take care of our mentality and our mental health? Because you push a lot of self care, self care. How can we take care of our men- mental health and our mentality right now in this time as Black people?
1: I think right now, with that, the most important thing is like balance. Uh, kind of what I was saying before. Uh, balancing the news with your everyday life balancing you know news with your fun like for me like like as of like really recent like very recent I've just said I'm not gonna I refuse to open my social media now I don't want to until I'm not saying until it's over with but you know unless I get some notifications or something like I I just it's not good for my mental state um cause I'm, I already have a plan in place to you know, work with the community and stuff like that. So this stuff is going on. We know what's going on. So for me now, instead of watching it, I want to go and fight it instead of, you know, looking at it every day because looking at it every day ain't going to change nothing. It just um, puts you in a depressive state, and I don't want to be like that, and I feel like a lot of people just need a balance, balance that, um, you know, watch a movie or something, you know, spend some time with your, your family. Uh, it doesn't always have to be about what's going on. So, I feel like, you know, just just living life and, and praying. So,
0: yeah. that's, that's important right now. And you have t-shirts. Do you want to throw out your merchandise? Do you want to throw out all your platforms in case there are people that want to take care? Well, of course, I would assume you want to take care of your mental health and your sanity right now. Do you want to throw out your platforms?
1: Oh, yeah. Um. Just ten on uh, Instagram and Twitter. That's Uncle J U S one zero. And then uh, merchandise. If you want to cop some merchandise? Go to our Instagram page. we'll Shop Self Care Together, and get you some merch. And there's more than merch on that page too. We you know we do a lot of uplifting. And they I think it's important right now too. So check it out.
0: Okay. What do you want to say to everybody all over the globe? What do you want to tell them in closing?
1: Still doing well and keep pushing. Uh things are gonna change soon, the virus will be over, and everything everything go back to how we want it to be. Um not normal, but everything will life will be better after this. It's happened happening for a reason. So just keep pushing through. Yep.
0: Yep, yep. There's a reason why stuff happens. We may not be back to normal so quick, but it's gonna take a long time and no march and no future marches you'll be going to, right?
1: Uh, not right now, um, yeah, not right now, I'm, um, more so in, in the community right now, just trying to, um, but we're working on some plans with some, uh, meeting some people and having some conversation right
0: now. All right, you want to shout out your community, and if, in case, you never know, you got listeners listening locally where they can find you in the community?
1: Yeah, yeah, P.G. County, P.G. County, Maryland, best county in the world, so.
0: Okay, shout out PG PG County. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I really, really want to thank you for debuting on the podcast, Just 10. Oh,
1: yeah, no problem. Thanks for having
0: me. All right, so this is... All right, all right, so this is it for episode three, um, published June 15th on 2020. Thank you so much for listening. I am Donovan LaCroxie. And if you want to get to know me, you can follow me on Croxi D-L-A-C-R-O-X-I, on Instagram. And you can contact me. Just look me up. Donovan, D-O-N-O-V-A-N, L-A-C-R-O-X-I. And that is it for the show. Thank- I want to thank rapper Just Ted. Take care.